Welcome to Alderman Farms Radio. This is a podcast where we'll be uploading the audio from our weekly live YouTube shows as part of the Homestead Network. For more information, you can check out thehomesteadnetwork.com for a list of channels and showtimes, and we hope you'll join us on our Alderman Farms YouTube channel. Thanks for dropping in. Now here's the show. Um, and y'all are still looking at the picture of us. How about that? So oh. anyway, <laughs> I'm telling you. I told you it was time to switch. Yeah, That's what this means. Yeah, Sign language. Yeah, this show is going to be language. an adventure, boys and girls, because we, we just blew in from Gulf Shores. If you're wondering what that picture was, because there was no audio when I described it the first time, uh, my the company I work for, my full-time job, had me in Gulf Shores for a conference, the Alabama Sheriff's Conference. And so we got to go down. And um, The first time we got to do that with your company in probably about five years. We used to get to go two or three times a year. Yeah, I'm a project manager now. I won't yeah. go into all that. But back in the day, I was in sales, and there was a conference, I think, four times a year, most time, two, three or four uh, times a year maybe. I don't know. The kids got tired of going. Yeah, kids yeah, got tired so of going <laughs> at the Perdido Beach Resort. It was so. like the kids grew up thinking that was their summer home, yeah. you know, and we just wouldn't tell them any different. We would just let them think that. And then their other summer home was in Pigeon Forge and yes. Gatlinburg, and we had family passes to Dollywood because we homeschooled so the kids could go. So Yeah, uh, it was nice. Anyway, Corey, how's it sounding now? Hey, Corey. Hey, Corey. Hey, he's, Corey. He's got on earphones, so. Does it sound okay? All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, hey everybody. So, Nana, thanks. You're telling me that it's sounding great. Good. I'll probably be putting my earplugs in every now and then just to test it myself. And so, uh, this is welcome to another episode of Patty TV because uh, <laughs> this is going to be another one of those episodes where Patty's going to probably be doing uh, much of the talking um, because this is a, a subject in which she has done a quite a bit of study and and has quite a bit of expertise and that is she's going to be uh, talking about chickens all things related to our chickens i don't know if you're going to be talking about where we've been or just where we are and where we're going um well i hadn't thought about talking about where we've been but um i guess i can yeah so we uh we had to run home i said all this before we turned the audio on Sorry. I guess you did. Yeah, you I think I repeated. did. That we, we had to, you know, after we got home late this afternoon, I had to run around and get some shots of the of the chickens that, that we'll show you in just a minute and, and come, you know, build them into the Wirecast broadcast. And, uh, you know, before I forget, let me just say we, we're just so thankful for uh, Brad and, and everybody at the Homestead yes. Network. Um, if you're watching this broadcast, uh, not because you came here through the Homestead Network uh, and you don't know anything about them, we just want to encourage you to check them uh, out. Check them out. Yeah. Go to thehomesteadnetwork.com, and there's a whole lineup on uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe even Thursday now. I, can't... I don't know, but he's continually adding shows. So yeah. if, you know, if, you, yeah. if you like what you're seeing here, there's even more of it. You can learn all about the network, about the different channels, Big Bear Homestead, uh, Living on a Dime. I mean, just uh, a whole variety. Off Grid Nation, mm -hmm. right? Whole variety of channels all linked together through the Homestead yeah. Network. And so, thehomesteadnetwork.com, and go check them out and give them some love. 
and uh, and check out those awesome channels. So with that, yes. I'm going to turn it over to my lovely wife, and she's going to talk about chickens. Well, we got our start with chickens back, oh, golly, I can't even remember the year. We moved here in 2000. Um, it was mid -90s. before that. Yeah, mid-90s, and we uh, started with 12 Buff Orpingtons. Um, I was actually talking to a girl today, um, Jana. She's on here. Is she on there? Hey, yep. Jana. Jana Mays. She says, yay, chickens. <laughs> anyway, um, that was what the breed we started with, and we really love the Buff Orpingtons. And uh, Jana was telling me today that she has Buff Orpingtons. And, um, well, actually, yeah, she's got Buff Orpingtons, and she's got a Bielefelder. We're going to talk about those, too. But anyway, um, so that was our chickens that we started with, and they just were a great breed to start with. They were a very docile breed, very, you know, just calm and, and friendly. You good know, layers, Yeah, good layers, too. And, you know, with that being our first chickens, you know, we wanted to be like pets, you know. And now we're not so much like our chickens aren't pets so much, um, but uh, we still want a friendly chicken. But anyway, we don't have any Buff Orpingtons right now. And actually, this is probably the first time the last year or so that we've not had one or two Buff Orpingtons running around. We've always uh, seemed like we've had a few of those uh, around. But we don't have any right now. But um, I'm going to start out first talking about the Black Ostrilarp. Um, right now, that's my main layers that I have. And they're just a real, they're a good layer. They lay a big egg. Um, they are friendly chicken. They're calm. I've never once had to worry about a black ostrich. Well, the only rooster I've ever had to worry about is a Rhode Island Red. And um, actually, um, I do have a few Rhode Island Reds. Tommy said, well, you could, there's a rooster right there uh, in one of the pictures. Yeah, I forgot to, um, I forgot to focus on the Rhode Island Reds because, again, I was like huffing and puffing, running around trying to shoot all this footage before the show. But anyway, um, I was going to phase out my Rhode Island Reds, but I've decided that I'm going to keep about a trio of them, I think. But anyway, um, I'll tell you why in just a minute. Um, and Black Ostrilarp right now has been my favorite layers that I've had. Uh, and they're just pretty. They're just a pretty chicken. And so um, I, I love the, the, their feathers. They're, they're black, but their feathers shine green and everything. So I really like them. Um, next is the Delaware that we have um and y'all if if y'all followed any of our videos y'all have probably seen them as chicks and uh that looks like that's mostly well there's roosters in the front and then the hens are back behind they should be starting to lay any time now i'm thinking by looking at their combs uh, if, you'll, the hens, if you'll hang on a second there's a shot that comes up in here mm -hmm. um that that actually shows a, a hen and a rooster right next to each other oh okay i think anyway i'm no chicken expert but anyway, we've gotten the Delawares because they are, there. yeah, yeah, the one to the left is a hen and the one to the right is the rooster. And uh, the hen, the hen's uh, combs and all are starting to get more red and that means they're fixing to start laying. But anyway, uh, the Delaware was developed in 1940. Um, uh, and they, uh, I really, I really like that chicken that was first developed um, for a meat chicken um, in the 1940s, and um, they quickly, uh, like in the 1950s is when the Cornish rocks came about, and so they quit, quickly quit using them, but that was originally uh, the meat producers for the United States. That's what they used all up and down the East Coast that uh, was the Delaware. Um, and it, and, and from my research, it was a that's a Plymouth Rock and a New Hampshire cross, 
um, to get the, the, the nice brawlers. But what was so nice about them is that they, um, they were a good layer still. And um, it, I didn't realize this, I thought it was just a cross, but some of the crosses would produce the white chicken with the black markings. And so they kept select, doing select breeding to, to develop the breed. And I think it was recognized as a breed. Oh, I don't think I wrote that down. But anyway, uh, now they're, they're in danger of, um, they're, they're on the critically endangered list. But they're also on the slow food arc of taste uh, list also. So um, they're, they're supposed to be a very good bird to eat. And they're a good, they're a good homestead bird because they're supposed to lay, I think, uh, like 250 eggs a year, so that's not a bad layer. The roosters get up to 8.5 pounds and the hens to 6.5. Of course, you're gonna not slaughter them till about four months old. And we haven't slaughtered any yet, um, but you know, that's to come because we did get these for meat to see how they go, how they do with that. Um, but then back to, the, uh, back to my Rhode Island Reds. The reason I'm keeping my Rhode Island, Rhode Island Reds is because we do sell chicks here in the spring. And I wouldn't mind doing an operation where we hatch out some for fall growing too, if people wanted them. Um, but with, when you cross the uh, Delaware hen and the Rhode Island red rooster, you get a red sex link. And so if you don't know what that means, that means when, they, when, when the chicks are born or hatched, um, the males will be white and the females will be buff or red. And so um, I can sex them just by looking at the chicks because a lot of people don't want straight run. And I usually will just charge like $2 for my straight run chicks because half is usually roosters. Yeah. And most people, you know, I mean, we've learned from experience. And then some people read up on how you can tell the difference. And I've actually had a man come and he thought he was getting all hens by what his research and everything. But I ended up with hardly any roosters. What was left, I kept because we didn't sell them all that year. And I think the poor man probably ended up with all roosters because I, yeah. you know, and so, you know, I don't try and tell people what's hens and what's roosters going by their feathers and different stuff like that. Cause I wouldn't want to make the mistake, you know, and, and be wrong. But if, if they want to try and figure it out, that's fine. But these, you know, I'll be able to tell the day that they hatch. Yeah, we like it better when God paints them. Yeah. <laughs> Boy one color, girl another color, whole lot easier. But anyway, so that's why I'm going to keep the Rhode Island Reds around where I can do the sex link links. And so, and, and the red sex links are supposed to be a great layer. And actually, if, if I'm not pleased with the amount of eggs I get for my egg production, because we do sell eggs too uh, for people to eat, uh, we will be selling hatching eggs in the spring also. But um, my eggs for people that, to eat, if I'm not pleased with the uh, Delaware's laying, I will, I will uh, start, my flock of laying hens will be red sex links because they're supposed to lay 250 to 300 eggs a year. They're just supposed to be really good layers. And I'm expecting the roosters that we uh, end up with to be a fairly decent meat chicken. Which, you know, the you're hearing Patty say 250 to 300 eggs a year is a good layer. Well, it is a good layer if you also want to have any chicken to eat. Right, because right. Because there are breeds of chicken out there that will lay an egg almost every day a year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. a white leghorn, That's uh, right. I think That's they, they're supposed to lay like 363 or four, whatever. It's been so long since I've looked. It's I been a long time. Say, yeah. But the thing is, you know, they look like a 
cartoon chicken. They, they, <laughs> they're you know, small. There's nothing to them. Well, and, and really, honestly, the Buff Orpington looks like they're meaty too. But from our experience, you know, they're a lot of feather. They're a lot, <laughs> yeah, a, they're it's, a lot of feather. It's a lot of fluff to but, them, you know. But, so. but not like the white leghorn. The, yeah, those no, suckers no. are skinny as a, they look like a stick figure. Yeah. Because all of their, you know, their body is geared to put to all eggs. the nutrition to yeah. make eggs. And so... They'll lay you some eggs, boy, almost almost every day a year. Mm -hmm. But I hope you ain't got to catch one either because they <laughs> are about the most neurotic suckers you've ever well, seen Well, and, and we had one white leghorn rooster. And we have, we've had, you know, some white leghorns, but um, we had a one rooster, and it actually spurred my mama through the chicken fence or tried to spur her. I don't think it actually got her, but it got one of the kids. Didn't it get Cameron? I don't know, maybe. One time? But anyway, oh, and back to the Rhode, the Rhode Island Reds, too. Um, I was going to get rid of them, too. My aunt loves Rhode Island Reds, and so she's one of the reasons that I've had the Rhode Island Reds because she talks so highly of them. And Aunt Edie. Oh. She just loves the Rhode Island Reds. But um, anyway, I find that the roosters can be so mean with the Rhode Island Reds. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've chased a rooster around the yard trying to hit it with something because it spurred me. No know? wonder they're mean. <laughs> no. Patty's chasing them around with sticks. I'd be mean too. No, that was after it spurred me. Oh. So anyway. Patty don't chase me with sticks, so I don't have to <laughs> he be don't, He don't spur me though. Yeah, well, know? that's true. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so that's what we're going to keep. Uh, that's what we're going to keep them for the, to make the red sex link. There was something else that ran through my mind that I uh, forgot to say. That's right, Teresa. Foghorn was a leghorn. In fact, Foghorn Leghorn was his name. I, I say, I say, boy. Oh, him. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I say, boy. That's, that's his cartoon. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn, one of my favorites. The old ones. The old Warner Brothers, not not the new mm -hmm. ones. They're, they're not funny. Oh, I want to say, too, that the Delaware lays a, a large to a jumbo egg. So I'm excited about that. I have some that uh, I think uh, lay a jumbo egg. Some, um... But a few, a few, yeah, a few of them do, but not, not on a regular basis. So, um, oh, I know what I wanted to say too. And the reason I want to say it is because some of y'all may know where I can get this, but, um, you know, and, and I don't know all there is to know about chickens by far, but, you know, I've been on some different chicken sites, especially when I was looking at trying to get my Delaware and everything, because I wanted to get more of the old variety and not the hatchery variety. Yeah. Or is variety the right word? Um, strain of them or whatever. Strain. But um, and that's what I have of my Rhode Island Reds. And so I feel like I've never found that the Rhode Island Reds were a great layer. Um, and my aunt always talked about them being a great layer, and I've heard others talk about it. And I, I think I, I want to get an old-time um, breed of the Rhode Island Reds. Um, I've seen them on different sites, but, you know, I am NPIP, so I, I can't just buy from any individual that may have them. Uh, I'll have to, they'll have to be NPIP certified too. I have to have that to be able to sell my eggs uh, legally at the farmer's market. But um, anyway, so, you know, some of y'all may be able to point me in the right direction for somebody that's interested in that or interested in, in trading because I'm not finished with my chickens yet. Another one we're looking, we, we're, uh, we're raising is the breasts. Um, American breasts. American breasts. Um, and honestly, Tommy and I haven't really discussed this a whole lot. And, you know, the way it works with my chickens, it's like, I want this and I want that and I want to do this with them and I want to do that with them. And Tommy's my worker that does it. And Corey, too. He helps, too. So, you know, honestly, um, 
so he might be glad that I, I'm really thinking about going ahead and, and, and we haven't eaten a breast. Um, we have a few roosters that we do need to slaughter, but, um, I don't know why that video yeah, is jumpy like up, huh? that. It did that earlier when I changed from one to the other, but. But anyway, um, you're seeing the, the breast, the white breast, that's the blue breast. I need to sell him. I have two of those where I was trying to uh, raise the blue breast too. They're very, very pretty, but our hens, we didn't end up with any hens. So, um, oh, Tommy, you see what the video is doing now? What? It's on us again. I know, but it was like speeding, I thought. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, um, so we need to sell the two blue breasts. They're not quite a year old. I think they'll be a year old in February. Um, but the white breasts, I'm just not pleased with their size. I, I just thought that they would be a bigger body bird and maybe, and ours come from someone that got them from Greenfire, um, which is who has imported. Greenbrier. Gr uh, Isn't it? No. Is it Greenfire? Green I think so. I don't sound right, but something like that. Greenbrier is a... That's what Kim Neal's husband owns. Okay. Company. But anyway. Um, Somebody will tell us. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so, you know, I just, I don't know if it's what I want in my meat production. I'm not looking at marketing these birds to restaurants. I, was, I have a few customers that we supply with chicken. Um, and honestly, we thought we might build a business with that, but that's a whole lot of work. And, uh, that's a whole lot of work. To, uh, to process chickens, and so we'll continue to do them for ourselves. Let me, let me say this right quick. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Beef 76, we do have a plucking machine. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yes. Um, there's been several questions coming in. Uh, mm -hmm. Thank you for those of you who are putting them in all caps. And if you'll bear with us, we'll come back to Q&A at yeah. the end because... Uh, we we're, we still haven't gotten the hang of judging how long it takes us to get out the information that we're planning to get out. Mm -hmm. And so rather than, we would rather it flow a little more smoothly, kind of let us get through what we need to get through. It's uh, just because we're a little nervous about it still. So mm -hmm. hang with us. Uh, if you've got a question, put it in all caps. And uh, once Patty gets through with what she has on her paper, We'll come back and uh, and fill in the blanks with the questions. So, yeah, yeah. so keep them coming. Yeah. Don't think we're ignoring you. <laughs> um, anyway, then the last one, and so we may we may we may phase out the breast. I'm just not sure, but maybe when we taste the meat, maybe that'll change our mind. We'll see. We and about the plucking machine, we don't have it right now. Some friends of ours that actually help us slaughter our chickens has the plucking machine, and so we kind of do that on trades. We so, we rent it out. Yeah, we, we do rent it. We rent the pl uh, the plucker. Mm -hmm. um and so we're renting it to them too uh just yeah. doesn't involve money that's right. you know we they're, they're going to pay us back uh with labor mm -hmm. uh they're they're not too far off and so they come when it's when it's time for us to process chickens they come and help us process and in mm -hmm. return we let them borrow our plucker when they need to process that's right but anyway um my favorite chicken so far you know the 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 Delaware is a dual purpose. This was original meat bird for, for the United States. The breast, uh, I didn't say, is from France. Um, you know, they use that in France. Um, Wait, before you move off of the breast, did you describe about the why, what, the, what you're supposed to do with them as far as eating them and all? No, because I'm not going to do that. Well, that's why that's also plays into the, our, our probable decision that we're not going to fool with it. But the, the, they're supposed to be a specialty kind of meat that they like. Yeah. They sort of put them in a smaller area the last two weeks. 
Yeah, well, two weeks, before two weeks slaughter. Yeah, before slaughter. And they feed them a mash with milk. Yeah, with goat milk. And we have we have goats, so we could do that. Um, and, I mean, you could even just mix their normal feed with the milk. And it's their meat is supposed to be marbled, just like uh, beef is marbled meat. And so that's why I'm saying, you know, maybe once we taste the meat, maybe we'll say, oh, wait, wait, we well, need to do what we this. don't know is, is their meat good if you don't do that? Right, we don't know. know that. And so that's not something that I can see myself doing on a regular basis. Um, now, I guess if I had a chef out of New Orleans come up to me or out of Jackson and say, oh, we'll pay you, you know, $50 a bird, my mind could be changed there, probably. There's a, supposed you know? to be a guy in Mississippi, right? Somewhere in Mississippi? I think that, North Mississippi. In yeah. North Mississippi that supplies restaurants in New York City with uh, with these American breasts. We have you're supposed to call them American breasts. Yeah. Um, I don't call them breasts. Yeah, we just call them breasts because it's a French deal and apparently they weren't supposed to be in America. And uh, somebody brought some. It wasn't us. No, but we're, uh, we're supposed to the French the French government sort of says those of Amer are American breasts. But anyway, so. But you know, it's it's a it's a very much of a delicacy in France. And from what I've read, that you could if you go to a restaurant and you order, they have blue feet, and um, that you act that actually when you order it, you, it actually will come with the feet on, where you know that you're getting uh, a true breast, and. Um, from what I've heard, from what I've read, you could pay upwards of $150 a plate. Yeah. You know, so I, that's not what turned my head. My what turned my head is that if it would be good meat, that I can actually hatch it on the farm. Because, um, well, I'll get to because why I'm looking. For, well, because I don't want to have to keep buying meat chickens. You know, I've been right. buying our meat chickens, um, and I'll tell you more about that in a minute. But I want to finish about the ones that we're raising. Is the uh, Billy Felder is also one that we're raising, and I actually bought. A dozen eggs for $25, right? Which was cheap. Something like that. Which it was, was cheap. very cheap for these eggs. And, you know, that's a shame, but I can't even tell you how many I have. I think I have three hens and three roosters is what I have. Maybe four roosters and three hens. This is a rooster right there that's on the uh That's film. a fine-looking bird. But I just, I'm going to tell you, I like these chickens. These are my favorite. Um, they're docile. They have grown really big. The one that went to the right, I believe, was a hen. You're looking at a rooster now. But um, anyway, I just really, really like them. I think they're going to be a great uh, meat chicken. They're supposed to be a good dual purpose. They're supposed to lay about 230 eggs a year. That's the uber is, chicken, right? Yeah, that's the uber chicken. And so they actually, and another thing, they were a man, and they're from Germany, and a man named, what, how do you say that? Gerd. Gerd. Roth, R-O-T-H. Uh, actually developed them and what is so cool is that uh, my mama's maiden name is Roth and uh, my papa you know of course he was a Roth we say Roe and from Louisiana yeah. but he was originally his his people were from France he, he was a little short Frenchman and when you see me it looks kind of funny because papa was you know a little <laughs> short man and my, my daddy has height on his side of the family and my you know uh, my, my sons are real tall but uh, anyway, so, but he was a little Frenchman. And uh, so I just wonder if there's any relation way, way, way down the line. But anyway, so it makes the bird all the neater for me. But um, cool thing about the uh, interesting thing about Bielefelders, we had them for a week or so before we knew how to pronounce the name. Oh, you know, or, longer, or longer. Or longer. And uh, it's B I E L E F E L D E R. 
And so I made a video about them and made a comment in the video that I didn't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I, I think I made a stab at it. And uh, what was so cool is we had a viewer who was from the area near Bielefeld, that, which is, they're named after this German town or, or village called Bielefeld. And uh, he actually sent me an audio file of well, him. Well, no, he first gave you, sent you the pronunciation. That's right. First, he, <laughs> he spelled it out phonetically, and it was close, but no cigar. And, uh, you were close, but no cigar. <laughs> I, I was close, but no cigar. And so I asked him to send an audio file, and he did. And so we His learned. His name is Lance. Lars. Lars Voltemaden. Yeah. is uh is yeah. his name and uh, so I, I, just I actually pronounced his name correctly the oh, first try and he was like wow and mm -hmm. uh, so pretty funny and it, what's even funnier is so i made a second video and you can find it on our youtube channel of how to pronounce billy felder and I, I went and posted it in several of the chicken fancier groups on on Facebook. Yeah. And I had quite a number of people saying, "Thank, thank you, thank you." <laughs> we had, we were wondering, you know, and I had it so wrong, and blah blah blah. But mm -hmm. anyway, it's pretty funny. So a guy from Germany, from the area near Bielefeld, actually told us how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah. So that was that was really cool. But um, and what's really cool is that I can remember how to pronounce it. Because yeah. uh, my son-in-law uh, speech, speaks Spanish, Spanish, and so does my grandson and my daughter. And uh, I what? can hardly remember any Spanish words, and I can't say English very good, so, you know, but I can remember Bielefeld. Yes, you can mm -hmm. remember Bielefeld. Maybe it's because they're my favorite. They're very docile. Um, also, they can be, they're auto-sexing. Um, they, uh, the females have a little gopher stripe, and the males do not. I think, and I think the males have a dot on their head. I'm not positive about that, though. I'd have to go look that back up. It's only been the one time that we've dealt with the hatches when we hatched out the eggs that uh, we bought. Wasn't pleased with the hatchet. We didn't have a good hatch rate. But um, anyway, you know, like I, I didn't collect the eggs or whatever, so, you know, uh, I wasn't pleased with that. Um, but anyway, they are my favorite chicken of all that I've ha of all the chickens that I've raised, they're my favorite. And um, one thing I like about them is the, the how they're speckly in all different colors. I, I really they're like gorgeous. that. Um, I like that better than the black uh, ostrilops with the green sheen. You know, I just think that the Bielefelders, they're just well. You, you know, know for, from my perspective, flashy. and uh, you, you heard us mention it when she first started talking about the Bielefelders, that they are referred to sometimes as the Uber chicken. Mm -hmm. Uh, there, there are proponents of the Bielefelder out there who say, if you can only have, if you're only going to have one chicken on your homestead, mm -hmm. if you want the Uber chicken, the Bielefelder is it. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I mean, we thought, yeah, everybody's got their favorite, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody, you know, LeBron James fans think he's the best ever. <laughs> but he's a basketball player. I was trying to make, it was a poor attempt at an analogy, you know, that everybody has their favorite and they all think their favorite is the, the best. best, you know? That's right. And so, That's right. but you know, looking at these chickens, the only thing we got to find out is about their laying, their, well, you know, I how said, they lay. Yeah, they, and it says 230 eggs a well, year. Well, I know what they you know, say, so, but, but I'm, I'm saying that, we'll that is yet, that yet, that's yet to play out. And when, if, if we're satisfied with their laying, then just looking at them and the size of them and all of that, they, yeah. they could, yeah. you know, we, we could maybe see where the uber chicken argument came yeah. from. Yeah, and I felt of one, one of the roosters, I felt of their legs and all. And, you know, sometimes chickens are all fluff, like we are talking about the uh, the 
by Farpington, when you do like this, it's like you're feeling like little bitty yeah. eggs like that. But they still they feel <coughs> fairly meaty, and I think I think they're about four months old now, so it'd be time to slaughter. But um, another thing I wanted to say um, is that when I, I was doing my research, um, they're actually when they were developed, uh -huh. they were developed with a barred rock, New Hampshire, and a Rhode Island Red is where they've come from. So those are all very good chickens. Um, and the last one that we have um, on the property, should you I can, keep talking? You can keep talking. I just have to go find it again. If something was wrong with that file. Oh, okay. So, so they can, they you can still see us and all? They can see you okay. right now. Yeah. All right. But uh, we have a midget white turkey. Um, we've had turkeys on the place before. I wasn't real pleased with how fast they grew out, which they weren't necessarily a meat turkey, but... Um, that we've had on the place, but we have eaten them and everything and they were good, but we have actually uh, bought the uh, midget white turkey. We have a man with the Delaware and the Billy Felder, so if you see it. One big others, happy family. Yeah, but anyway, we uh, really like, I really like how they are growing out. Um, I need to check their age. Um, I just would like uh, some turkeys that, that we can raise. I, I may not keep a large flock of them, but we'll just see how it goes. Um, and what I like about the midget white, it, it, they were bred, and I can't remember what year it was. I didn't actually look that up today where I could tell you right numbers. Um, but like the hens get to about 10 pounds and the uh, toms get to about 18, 15 to 20 pounds, I believe, is what the toms will get to. I can't remember the uh, year that they were developed, but they were, they were developed for a smaller turkey um, for, that, that you could, you know, for a family. Anyway, so that's, uh, that's what they've developed. And we just got those, and so I'll, like all these breeds that we've been talking about, I will be selling the eggs in the spring. I don't ship eggs. But I, hopefully I can recoup some of my money that I bought these chicks with because I spent a lot of money this year on chickens. Um, and what we're going to be expecting to be coming soon is our Freedom Rangers. That is the meat chicken that uh, we have chosen to raise over the last two to three years. And I, we've been very pleased. Um, last year they did send us all cockerels, and I did not like that. Um, so much as when you have a mix of the uh, females and the males. For one thing, it's nice to be able to slaughter on two weekends and not have huge birds one weekend. Because um, what we'll typically do is slaughter the males one weekend, the next weekend slaughter the females. But um, anyway, with the, uh, the cockerels last year, we lost quite a few. And the first time we did them, we did not lose one. Yeah, chicken. I don't know what was up with that. Yeah. If it just was a bad batch or, you know, or what. But I just felt like... Um, Maybe it was just more competition. I don't know. I don't. It was just really strange how they almost reminded me of the uh, the one the Cornish cross Cornish rocks. Yeah. The way they that they did and kind of overate and everything because we haven't had that problem with the Freedom Rangers. Um, so we will be getting uh, some uh, Freedom Rangers uh, in next week or the next. Um, next. Well, we backed it up. It's, it's Yeah, in two weeks, I believe, two we're expecting weeks, I them. Two weeks, I believe, we're getting the shipment so, over. So, we have a lot of work we've got to do before oh uh, my goodness, we're ready yes. for the Freedom yes, Rangers. Yes, yes. But anyway, so we're gonna, we have those. We're, we ordered 100, and what I do is I get uh, friends. Um, I just put it out there if anybody would like to order with me. Not anybody, but just kind of word of mouth. Oh, we have anybody around locally. Yeah, local. And I guess we have. We've put it on Facebook before. Yeah. Um, just because 
try and get, you know, if we can get two or three people to go in with us, which I think we have three people. There's uh, one person's getting 10, one's getting 15, one's getting 25. So that takes care of 50, and we're going to be left with about 50, and that'll be plenty for us to have in our freezer, and we also sell... Um, uh, there's two ladies that's going to be for sure getting uh, eaten. Uh, this allows it, it, it brings the cost per bird down. Yeah. You know, when you can get over 100. Yeah, yeah, that's, I'm sorry, I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Yeah, that's, uh, we would pay, I can't remember what we pay for them now. I can't remember. But anyway, it, once you get uh, 100 chicks ordered, you pay a lot less. A lot less. But, so. Zero is a lot less than what we're going to be paying. That's right. And that's so right. hopefully, we were talking on the way here. I think that mm -hmm. uh, I think I remember this part of the discussion where mm -hmm. this could be the last time that right. we that we right. order meat birds because right. we're we hope to be having uh, yeah. enough to reproduce right, right. here with the Bielefelders and the uh, Delawares. And right, and and I just I just hope my customers will will go through the transition with us because they I'm will. not so I'm not so sure that the the meat birds that we raise will actually be as meaty as the Freedom Rangers. Not that they're, um, they don't have a huge breast, breast like the uh, Cornish Rocks, but they still have a nice size. They have a long breast, yeah. you know, and so I'm not sure. We just will have to see what our meat chickens that we produce look like. So yeah. I know they'll be fine for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And one thing, I, I was telling you that I talked with Jana today, um, She's a tall oak farm. They actually raise uh, rabbits, and I think I said that they have buff Arpingtons, and she's got one Bielefeld, a rooster, that, uh, that she used for breeding purposes with her hens. But they have also raised quail, and she told me they raised 500 last year, but I'm not going to do that for it to you, baby. We don't want to mm, raise 500. No, but I don't want to raise 500 or nothing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we, we, we talked about that today because we both – been interested in raising some quail. So that's one thing we're going to start checking into. And I was telling Tommy that I thought it would be a good time of year right now because Janet was telling me that really in eight weeks that they're either laying or ready to be slaughtered. Yeah. So um, now would be a good time. You know, well, we could grow them out, but while it's not hot, and they'd be slaughtering age before it's too cold. So you know, you know what I hadn't forgot about? You know what I'd still like to raise pigeons. pigeons. Yeah, pigeons. I've thought about raising pigeons. You know, yeah. but I just don't know if I could kill the That's babies. What I was you know, because about. I mean they're ugly. But they gonna have they gonna have feathers for they. Squab is ugly. <laughs> but if you if you do uh, if you do some research on. The nutritional quality of various types of meat. I mean, squab is like squab is baby pigeon, and uh, but you would eat them as babies. Well, I think so. And, I don't um, think so. I think so. And they're hmm. it's up at the top, you know. And so I don't know, but I maybe don't, that just I don't means know. pigeons that aren't. I've, I've always wanted. To, I'd like to have some pigeons. Just this is an aside. I'd, I'd love to have some homing pigeons, yeah, you know, and find somebody, you know, where we used to live in Louisiana. That I'm, I'm pointing. You can't see my hand. He, he's pointing south. That way. <laughs> that way. And uh, you know, somebody down there that we could like send messages back and forth. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't have to be important. It couldn't be important messages. No. no. <laughs> Even though I think they're pretty quick. Yeah. So. But the, the drawback, and, you know, if we do quail, you know, we haven't really went into a really deep discussion about it. There's a man around the corner that raises quail, and I don't know what kind he raises. But, um, you know, 
a lot of our animals, like, like even our chickens, we have big feeders. Uh, like Tommy mentioned, we were out of town. We can put out, you know, fill up our feeders, and that's going to last them a few days. Yeah, two or three days. And I think we were gone three days, so it lasted them. Uh, we have automatic waterers uh, that feed them and everything. Now, the pigs, we did have our neighbor come and feed the now pigs. The chickens were out. The chickens did the run chickens out. The chickens were completely so, out. Uh, you know, so that just lasts them three days. But um, anyway, that would be the drawback to having pigeons, to having the quail, which I guess maybe there's some automatic feeders that we could figure out. Yeah. You know, and waterers for that too. But that's something, I know when we had rabbits, Jana was telling me she has rabbits, and when we had rabbits, that was that was a problem. And we never did do the automatic water, which that would have been so helpful because that was a pain in the summertime, refilling water bottles. But um, uh, with feeding them and everything, having to, and Jana, Jana's got a great article. It's on the, the first article, I think, on her Facebook page uh, that I, re I didn't quite get all of it read, but she was talking about um, try, it's, now it's time to uh, assess her rabbits and check them out and everything. Um, to see what kind of condition they're in, to see if they're, they've gotten a little fat over the summer, or if they're a little too thin from the summer, or whatever, because if now it's time to start breeding them, because now she's in the south too. Um, when you're down in south and everything, you don't really don't want your rabbits to be um, having babies in the summertime, because it is so hot, and you know, you tend to lose litter, so. Anyway, you can now go check south, her you out. Don't, you don't want to be doing nothing yeah. in the summertime yeah. because it's so doggone hot. But, um, so. you know, if you have rabbits or are interested in rabbits, there's a great, she's got a great article. And that's at Tall Oaks? Yeah, Tall Oaks Farm. Tall uh, Oak Farm. Jana, type in, uh, if you want to, type in the, the address to your Facebook page so folks can go check out that yeah, information a very about, good article about rabbits. Or as they say in South Louisiana, Le Pain. Le Le Pain. I think that's how you say <laughs> rabbit, but... Alright, ready to Yeah, we've had several questions and um, comments. So let's see here. Let, let me I saw one just a minute ago. I'm having to scroll back to the top. I don't know how well this is. Delawares are beautiful. They sure are, Kitty. Mm -hmm. Um bear with me as I'm scrolling back through Teresa Dean asked, and this is all earlier, which chicken would, would be a really prolific egg layer? And and we kind of address that because it depends it depends on how you define prolific. Yeah. Um, if you want an egg a day, then mm -hmm. you just have to understand that going with a white leghorn or perhaps some other uh, I, there may be some others well, that are pure egg layers. Right. Well, like the red sex links are that's the the, the sex links chickens are supposed to be your better layers. If and if you remember, Tommy, we had some the Rhode Island red bred with the. Uh, Black Australarp, and that's a mix. The red sexling is a mixed chicken. They're not going to, you know, breed back true. But uh, usually those are going to be your better egg layers. With my experience, the crosses that we've had, even though they weren't the sex link where you can sex them at, at birth and everything, they're just a great layer. Yeah. You know. Well, what I was so. going to say is that there's, there's three overarching categories of chicken. There's egg layers. Yeah. Meat producers and combination chickens. Yeah, the dual purpose. And, and dual purpose mm -hmm. or sometimes combination or dual purpose chickens. And for homesteading purposes, you really, the dual purpose chickens are the sweet spot because it doesn't make sense in a homestead environment to have one flock that, do, that are good for nothing but laying eggs, one flock that are good for nothing but meat, 
when you can have a flock that can produce a reasonable carcass for meat production mm -hmm. and a reasonable number of eggs. Right. But the the what the reason I'm going towards the Bielefelder and the uh, Delaware is because of their meat. But they're supposed to be a decent egg layer. Right. You know? And so that's why I because if that's all we have here, you know, I'm okay with that. Right. You know? And it also depends on are are you wanting eggs for your family? Are you want eggs for your extended family? Are you want eggs for your farmers market. Yeah. Because if you have a chicken that if you have a breed of chicken that is in the two hundred and fifty eggs a year category, mm -hmm. well, you're not gonna have just one of those. So so you know, you're not going to be missing eggs on all the, because you're going to have a number of them. If you've got 12 right. of them, chances are you're going to get eggs every day because they're not all laying eggs the same 250 days a year. Right, right. Um, they're, they're, going to, they're going to alternate. So if you've got a dozen of them, you're going to be in eggs. You're going to have all the eggs you want, especially right. for yourself. So. Right. Um, you don't need a rooster unless you want to um, have fertile eggs. Egg. Chickens yeah. will lay eggs, of course, without a rooster, but uh, but they won't be fertile, so you can't uh, right. incubate and raise babies, or, or uh, even if the hens, uh, don't be fooled, uh, a hen can go broody and start sitting on eggs, but if there's no, if there's no rooster, them suckers are going to stink after a while because they're not going to be fertile, they're just right. going to rot. Right. Um, let's see here. Thanks, uh, Deep South, for reminding folks to put in those uh, all caps for the questions because that makes yeah. it so easy to scroll through. Yes. Um, yeah. Even though I can't quite see it, I'm looking, but I can't quite see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I take my glasses there off. are YouTube's videos about storing fresh eggs longer without the fridge. Yeah, in Europe. It's unheard of to put eggs in the refrigerator. I think it, that uh, I think somebody told me the other day that we're the only country that that just requires about. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Jana talks about. Uh, I guess you saw this in one of the video clips. Uh, that electrified poultry netting from yeah. uh, Premier One Supply. Oh, yeah. I should have went into detail about that. Yes, that's That is the great. greatest invention since sliced bread. You've mm -hmm. heard people say that. Well, it's the truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it, not just for poultry. Uh, we use it for all kinds of stuff. In fact, just today, yeah. when we were having, when we were talking on our way back, mm -hmm. not even pertaining to this show, we, we just, Patty was saying we need to get a couple of more links of that yeah. um, to, to provide some additional areas for chickens. It's outstanding, and um, but but it shocks. So you know, your pigs don't want to get it, touch it. Your cow don't want to touch yeah. it. Your goats don't want to touch it. Um, and I thought about, we've got some that we got from a, a friend of ours that's just for pigs. It's got, you know, a big giant hole. Yeah, in. holes like this. Um, so you couldn't use it for, I mean, for grown hens, you might could use it, but it's short too. It's for pigs. Um, but anyway, uh, I was thinking, you know, it, it, we might could get it a little cheaper if we don't get the poultry because the poultry, of course, just has a little bitty, you know, probably two by four holes or something like that. We put chicks in it. Uh, once they feathered and get a little size to them, we can put them in it. But, um, yeah. yeah, I thought about uh, getting, the, you know, the other kind. But then ours, it's, it's so dual purpose because I can use it for anything we have on the farm. So Yeah. Um, 
We do really have a chicken plucker. That's a real thing. Yeah. We we actually have a YouTube video, I think, about our chicken plucker. Yeah. You can find them YouTube videos if you just search chicken pluckers. I hope you'll go see ours. But that thing is amazing. It is. And it, I mean, it's like magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta, you gotta. Sometimes if you feel like you gotta hold your mouth just right to get all the feathers. Yeah, it takes a, some experimentation. Yeah. But you know uh, the, the heat of the water and stuff like that when you uh, dunk them. Yeah, because it's not boiling water. This is though. not one of those handheld ones. This no. one, this is this will do three or four, uh, two or three chickens two, at a time, yeah. depending on how big they are. Mm -hmm. And beef seventy six. If you're still watching, if you will email me plucker at aldermanfarms.net plucker at aldermanfarms.net and we can talk about uh, a rental for you when I when I get it back mm -hmm. um, you'll find that our prices are very reasonable especially yes. compared to what you can get out of that plucker um, <laughs> they're it, not cheap it, it's not amazing cheap. no the one we got was not cheap we we got a big old sucker I'm glad we did because it it makes all the difference in the yeah. world. But the only reason we got the bigger one is because they had sold out of the one below it. So we ended up having to go a step up because we had to go ahead and get it. Our chickens were ready. So I had to do uh, that. I see Rap Master Big Bear is in the, uh, is in the house. <laughs> Stowing up gang signs in the, uh, in the comments. In the comments. Yeah. Uh, mm. Let's see. Do you mix your chicken meat with other meats? See, I don't know how that's... Uh, I don't know when that question was posted because they were flying so fast earlier. That's from Sand Hollow Homestead. I'm not exactly sure what Say you mean. Say it again. Do you, mix? Says, do you mix your chicken meat with other meats? I don't know. Do you? Well, I don't. Yeah. Not when I cook. Yeah. She mixes it with sausage in chicken and sausage oh, gumbo. Yeah. And jambalaya. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But. Here's a note that Big Bear Homestead's filling in for Homesteadonomics, so everybody oh, okay. be aware yeah. of that later. Um, you're getting close here in the next few minutes. Don't forget to go over to Big Family Homestead. It will be live on their channel right after our show. Six o'clock Central, Doc. seven o'clock Eastern. <laughs> oh, and it, it's, I don't know. We're going to have to figure some way to work some of these comments in uh, during the show or something because... Doc Kozlowski says, does this LeBron dude homestead? I don't know. That's funny. Uh, you know, you don't get it. Back when I talked oh, about LeBron, yeah, thing, LeBron James. <laughs> and, Kathy, and I figured it was basketball. I just was going to I, I saw this comment or this question earlier, Kathy. I think Kathy, uh, Kathy, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of your last name. Uh, it's either Shaken or Shiken. Um, was asking what is their dress weight. I think she was talking about the Beely Felders, and if that's See, the case, we don't know yet. No, because I don't we, know. We hadn't dressed any. I mean, they but, ain't naked, but we hadn't dressed them in the home yeah, setting we, sense. We really have, and I will slaughter I, some of the uh, extra roosters I have, which you know that's going to be tempting with the Beely Felders because uh, they they are not a cheap bird. But I've got to, you know that's what we're wanting to do for our meat, so I'm going to have to have to try them because I, I could probably sell the roosters for quite a bit but I've got to try the meat um but the freedom rangers I know that you're supposed to slaughter around nine to eleven weeks we uh like I said we had all cockles last time I think we slaughtered at eleven weeks and we had some six pound birds uh that's that was that was a little big um, we can eat on one of those for a few days or I can get you know two to three different meals out of them um your customers really prefer them a little smaller that's what they're used to a little smaller but my customers have not complained. They were just real surprised with the size of their chickens. 
Yeah. And I tried to give them the smaller ones, sell them the small ones because they were so big. Teresa, we're in uh, Mississippi, central Mississippi, just south, the southern part of central Mississippi. Mm -hmm. uh, that was, she asked that back when we were talking about uh, being in the south. Yeah. yeah. So, um, all right, let's see, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Uh, all right, let's see. Any website recommendations for increasing our chicken knowledge? Oh, yeah. Um, Backyard Chickens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's The yeah. folks at Backyard Chickens, Google that. Um, yeah. They have, they have a great forum. Um, in fact, um, when I was looking up some of my information, I, you know, I've studied the breeds of chickens that I have um, and everything, but I hate to just trust my memory. So on the way home today, that's what I was doing. I was Googling, trying to look up and make sure I didn't tell you the right, the wrong dates and, you know, just say some things wrong that I would maybe mix up my breeds and all that kind of stuff. So I was, and I ended up on Backyard Chicken with some of my questions. Yeah, they, they, mm -hmm. the Backyard Chicken, they, they've got a couple of sites I think mm -hmm. I could be but uh, there's a great backyard chicken group on uh, on Facebook mm -hmm. just find the one that has like a bazillion or what's Tomas's new number gillion, a, a gillion. our four-year-old he's a gillion yeah so it has like a gillion members in it but uh but I mean well, I was talking about the website or the uh, message board didn't know what you call it yeah, yeah yeah the message board yeah that's where I ended up today and I really you know it's just Tons of information. Lots of information. Tons of, of information. information. Uh, and, and people do experiments too. Sorry. Gene yeah. Miller, I'm sorry, I don't remember the uh, the brand of uh, the it, the of electric defense charger that we use with it. Well, actually, I've oh. used. Uh, we've got a couple. I've got a big solar charger that I love. Um, we've got a couple of battery operated ones that work great, you know, with marine deep, deep cycle marine batteries. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't know. I, I didn't anticipate talking about that, which yeah. I should have, cause yeah. it's a chicken. We're talking about chickens. I should. All so I apologize chicken. for that. I just was going to talk about the chickens. I wasn't thinking about everything that goes with them. You know what? You know? Try remind me and I'll try to put a link. Uh, yeah. What can to, you do that? Yeah. On the on, uh, once this video. Uh, it ain't gonna be immediately because we have to leave here right after the show uh, for a get together at the church house. Um, mm. The ours is an easy plucker. Grandpa yeah. talked about an easy plucker. Ours yeah. is an easy plucker. Yeah. And uh, it it and don't we, it don't take thirty seconds. <laughs> um, and also we we really thought about I thought about making that I think it's called a whiz bang and and I've I've seen different people post about it. But looking at it, it was going to cost us because we couldn't just make some of the stuff. We would have to have some of the stuff done for us and everything. I think it was going to cost us, I looked at an article about it, maybe about $400. And, and our plucker did cost more than that. Um, but we decided to not, and I had an old washing machine, but we decided not to go that route because we would have invested so much in it. And what if we couldn't make it work? You know, yeah. we were just a little scared. Yeah. Well, that's like a word. This one works. Yeah. Um, New Mexico nurse wants to know how you tell if your eggs are fresh enough to eat. Well, I do a float test. Um, now I don't like, like if I've, um, if I have eggs out there right now, we've been gone. My neighbor was going to may or may not have gotten the eggs. I'm going to check with him first, but if I've had eggs sit out there, for two or three days, I will put them in water and I will see if they float. If they float, 
that means they have they, they go out. Yeah, they're no out. good. Uh, even if I have some eggs that's been in the fridge for a while, I'll put them in the water. If they float, they go out. Um, any eggs that are pretty old or eggs that have maybe sat out in this heat and a chicken could have sat on them for a couple of days, I won't fry those. I will cook those hard, hard boiled. You know, that's the, the only way. Or scrambled, as long as they're cooked. Now, because we, we do eat a lot of fried eggs, but I want that to be of the freshest eggs. The eggs that I sell, I like these eggs, if they've been out there two or three days, I will not sell those. We will eat them if they're still good. But um, uh, I only sell my freshest eggs or fry my freshest eggs. Yeah. Boy, some good comments. Uh, beef, uh, beef 76 is, is uh, we're teacher's pets with him because... We're all in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, thanks, Edward Turner, for for your kindness. Uh, let's see, five fifty four. We're getting close. Uh, yep. Hey, Jan Partain says, "Guess who's trying her first cinnamon rolls in the morning?" Oh yeah. You go, girl. That's great. We're gonna be. Don't forget. Look, we still got some some live bread stuff that we'll be yeah, doing yeah. in the very near future. Yeah. But I, the schedule has been a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, mine and hers so <clears throat> we're gonna do that um yeah. we kind of feel like we're having withdrawals from <laughs> from doing yeah. um, live shows or any kind of videos because yeah. uh we we haven't yeah, really done anything all week because it's been crazy let us know how it turns out uh yeah, jan, jan let us um, know. there's some great pictures from tams from i see tams is on here hey tams yeah, from, hey, from down under uh, great pictures that we put on our Facebook page that Tam sent in mm -hmm. and Jan sent in and some others. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get through. I'm still going. <laughs> Teresa Dean says, if the eggs float, sell them to the kids for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what I could do? I could mail them to some uh, Alabama football friends I know. That's what I'll do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll paint them purple and gold and say, here's a chocolate Easter egg for you. Oh, but uh, oh. no, nah, I wouldn't really do that. I wouldn't really. All right. Well, that's about all the questions we've got uh, mm -hmm. so far. We still got a couple of minutes. Mm -hmm. um, so if you've got, if if you know, if we missed, yeah. Sorry, Jana. Don't take that personally. It was just a joke. I don't. I don't, yeah, I don't talk. I, know, that's what I just met a new friend today, and you just offended yeah. Her. I don't. I don't talk smack anymore. <laughs> I don't. I quit talking smack. Here's the deal. <clears throat> Here's your your homework assignment to figure out this comment I'm about to make. I quit talking smack. January 9th, 2012. Sometime about 10 o'clock that night. I quit talking smack. God, God got a hold of the short hairs on the back of my neck, and I don't talk smack about sports anymore. You'll have to Google that date and see if you can figure out why <laughs> I don't talk smack anymore since... it's That was funny. We just got video bombed. It just okay. started pouring down rain in here, and apparently Corey must have his windows down or something, so that's why he went flying by us. <laughs> And out the door to go roll something up. But uh, <clears throat> anyway, so. Yeah, that's right. Her daughter, uh, Jana's daughter's going to Southern Miss. She's going to be a right. Golden Eagle. So um, no uh, no problems yeah. with uh, the Crimson Tide there anyway. And we have uh, what is a Bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. Our, now our, we're going to have a Bulldog. Our youngest daughter is at uh, Mississippi State. Yeah. She's a Bulldog. So we. We're a Hale State Go Tigers family, yes, and uh, and then Corey's at Colin playing tennis, so Go Wolves. Yep. And of course, that's spelled G E A U X. No, no, that's how you spell Go, G E A U X when you're saying Go Tigers or Go Wolves. 
Uh, so anyway, all right, it's getting close. You guys, don't forget to uh, mm -hmm. sign on to Big Family Homestead's yeah. channel. Uh, if you don't know how to find them, if you'll go to thehomesteadnetwork.com, mm -hmm. thehomesteadnetwork.com, Deep South, somebody type that link in the uh, comments, and, and on the homesteadnetwork.com website, there is a list. Uh, there, there's a page that's a program guide, and it tells you the dates and times that the shows are on with the channel names, and those channel names are hyperlinked. Now, hopefully, that's not an issue because most everybody's probably doing events like we finally learned how to do. No, we um, did do events. Yeah, we, we did, did an event okay. today. We've, we've done an event the last couple of times. but uh, yeah, I've told all y'all, Tommy takes care of all that stuff. If it wasn't for Tommy... Thanks, Deep oh, South. Do that, so. Yeah, well, I don't know. We're still learning, still, still trying to tweak right. things. Yeah, so um, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to jump over here out of Wirecast, and I want to jump on this public view right here so I can, well, I can just, we can just watch it right here because uh, we're, oh, I'm dropping everything. We're back at this, uh, the most nerve-wracking part of the whole thing for me is to figure out when to push stop on what. So everybody get out of here. Make sure you get over to uh, Big Family Homestead. and um, yeah, They'll be starting in one yeah. minute. So we're saying goodbye right now. Bye, everybody. And I'm going to watch so the much. video until I can see myself say goodbye, and then I'm going to push stop. Yes, thank you all so much for coming and watching. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. If you've got any questions or comments, be sure and shoot us an email to radio at aldermanfarms.net. And we hope you'll hop on our website, sign up for our newsletter, uh, and find us on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We're everywhere as Alderman Farms. We really encourage you to check out our YouTube channel at uh, youtube.com slash user slash aldermanfarms where you can find a playlist of the videos involved with every one of these live shows and somewhere north of 400 videos altogether of various topics. We appreciate it very much. See you next time.